0: Welcome back to the twentieth and Blake podcast from Mile High Sports. As always, presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your host, Cade Walker, and uh, yeah, it's it's been uh, just just over a week since uh, the last episode that I uh, recorded and published <laughs> over the uh, end of last week, beginning of this week. Uh, felt a little bit under the weather, so sorry about sorry about that. Sorry about lacking. In that department but uh, I do want to address what seemed to be the major discussion on uh, Rocky's Twitter this week and even in uh, most of the the media pieces around around Rocky's media and this item seemed to be uh, focused around the possibility of a trade of Nolan Arenado. and while that seems like a bleak outcome and something that is not necessarily in anyone's ideal world it is very possible, and it is within uh, a potential likelihood uh, upcoming, uh, though I do want to point out that according to MLB insider and reporter Mark Feinsand, that a Nolan Arnato trade is, quote, not anything that is imminent by any means. So there is, uh, there definitely has been discussion, a former Major League GM, Jim Bowden, uh, recently predicted that Arnano would be wearing a Los Angeles Dodgers uniform by Christmas. Uh, this is at least a discussion. There is real trade talk, I, I believe, going on between these two teams, at least according to to that source. But nothing is imminent, so this may not be something that we see for I don't know, at least a at least a little bit. So not necessarily expecting anything in the coming days, but uh, it, it's at least a, a possibility during this offseason, and potentially, but maybe less likely during the season. I believe if something happens, it would probably be during this offseason. Before I get into the nitty-gritty of this, uh, I just wanted to start off by discussing and uh, thanking our sponsor for this episode, and that's DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, Tis the season for giving, and to celebrate the start of the most joyous time of year, DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all players the opportunity to cash in on a no-brainer this Thanksgiving. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a chance to double your money if either Baltimore or Pittsburgh scores a touchdown in Thursday night's game. All it takes for you to double your money is one touchdown. Yes, you heard that right. All you have to do is opt into the promotion, place your bet, and then sit back and watch the ball enter the red zone. Easy as pie. On top of that great offer, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering all new players a deposit bonus of up to $1,000. The holiday season is a time for family, so curl up on your couch with your favorite sports book and make it rain. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS when you sign up to get this. Can't miss offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you the chance to double your money if either Pittsburgh or Baltimore scores a touchdown in Thursday night's game. That's right, all it takes is one touchdown, and you double your money when you use promo code MHS during sign up. MHS for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus. Deposit bonus requires 25 times playthrough. Restrictions apply. See draftkingscom sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 100 522. Uh, So with that, I want to discuss, first of all, just the the idea of a nolan Auto trade and uh, weighing that as an option and, you know, looking at that as uh, what could happen, what the implications of that could be, what chain reactions that could set off. So first of all, with the news and discussion, the rumors happening, Rocky Twitter was fairly vocal about this. Obviously, I talked about in uh, one of the more recent episodes is how disgruntled the fan base has been with the front office recently. And a lot of this does have to do with relations between Nolan Arnato the team, and the front office. And, you know, the fan base loves Nolan. Nolan Arnato has been one of the best players in the Major League uh, Baseball for, you know, several years. Uh, he's won... Uh, a gold glove every single year that he's had uh, at the major league level. Uh, he's won platinum gloves. He's been in MVP talks uh, virtually every year for the past several seasons. So, you know, he's he's such a joy to watch and Rockies fans are, you know, they don't take that lightly. They they enjoy watching him. So, you know, when you watch the Rockies underperform so drastically, and you watch the relationship between your superstar and your front office deteriorate, uh, the fan base has every right to be upset. And, you know, as such, they, they have tied a lot of the, the value that they have in the organization to the superstar. And the superstar is Nolan Arenado, And, you know, the best player on the team this year was Trevor Story, and that's statistically and objectively true. Uh, but still, Nolan is the face of the franchise, and he has been for several years. Um, in, just in, in the body of work for the uh, the greater part of this last decade, uh, Nolan has put in significant work. He's put in great numbers for the Colorado Rockies, and he's made spectacular plays. His highlight reel is unbelievable. So again, I mean, the face of the franchise is Nolan Arnato, and again, a lot of Rockies fans identify. Nolan Aranato with the Colorado Rockies. And thus, they identified their fandom of the Colorado Rockies to Nolan Aranato. So there's a Twitter poll put out by uh, one of the one of the other Rockies media sources. It was either Rockspile or Purple Row. Um, uh, it was one of the accounts like that. And they put out a Twitter poll, and it was a yes or no option. And the question was uh, along the lines of, if the Rockies traded Nolan Aranato, would you reconsider your... Stance as a Colorado sports, uh, Colorado Rockies sports fan, uh, baseball fan specifically. So, the majority of votes were yes that if Nolan Arenado were to be traded, then they would uh, consider switching teams. Um, I, I think it was it perhaps was even more strongly worded than that that they would switch, uh, they, they would switch their fandom from the Colorado Rockies to another team in the Major League Baseball organization. So, um, so. With that in mind, it is very crucial to understand that the fan base has a very close connection with Nolan Arenado, and that gives Nolan a lot of leverage. Um, and I'll talk about this leverage specifically later in this discussion. But you know that's that's definitely something to note: is that a lot of your fan base, uh, the majority of ones that voted in that poll on Twitter, at least, so the majority of active fans a lot of their fandom relies on the face of the franchise and that is Nolan Arenado. So you know what how could the Rockies benefit from trading Nolan? So trading Nolan is at least a signal that the Rockies are not willing to compete right now or at least have identified that they are not ready either financially or in terms of personnel, they they're not ready to compete for a title or even a moderately deep playoff run. So trading the star would signal a either a full scale or sort of a mini rebuild, uh, probably more of a full scale one. If you're going to trade someone like Nolan Arenado, who you just inked a massive deal uh, to last last off season, uh, that would probably, in in my opinion. If you're going to signal a rebuild, you probably would have to trade your other uh, lesser star, but still star uh, that is probably on the wrong side of 30, and that would be Charlie Blackman. So, in my opinion, a trade for uh, a trade away of Nolan Arenado would signal and indicate that Charlie Blackman is soon to follow, and he would get dealt likely as well. Uh, that you could take it or leave it, but. And between those two, you could probably get some decent pieces to start a rebuild. With a young star in Trevor store, you could build around him, like the Padres are building around Tatis and how they have been uh, built around Machado. If you want to follow that route, that is a model to look at, and that might be a way to go if the rebuild is in consideration. However, it doesn't seem like there is any indication that... Uh, It'll go that way. It looks like the front office is more willing to say that they are going to be a competitive team, even though they haven't been. Like last season when ownership predicted 94 wins, and uh, obviously it was a shortened season, but the uh, but the Rockies did not come close to the win percentage that was uh, identified by the interpolation done by uh, owner Dick Monfort's uh, analytics team. Again, uh, looking at the uh, at the pros, I'm getting a little bit too negative here, but, but looking at the pros, uh, there could be less pressure on the front office, ownership, and the the rest of the organization to win now, and that's definitely a pro. You know, if you don't have to worry about winning so much, then you don't. Uh, the The tensions are lower within the organization. There's less pressure on the players, uh, and you know you you may perhaps see uh, more of a creativity with lineups. You don't have to be so rigid, so uh, stagnant with how rosters are formed, with how the bullpen's used, uh, with how players are used. You can see a lot of different things. You can experiment a little bit. I'm not sure how much Bud Black is willing to do that. He doesn't seem like the type of guy to do that very much. Uh, But there's there's at least that aspect where the front office and the coaching staff has less pressure to win. And with less pressure to win, that means they – would probably get better graphics to build their their uh their depth in the organization. So that's definitely a pro. Uh, another pro would be fresh faces for fans to watch. If the Rockies traded Nolan Arnato they would likely bring in other, you know, major league pieces that could be fun players, maybe potentially uh younger guys depending on which team he was traded to. And uh, you know that might attract some fans, but again, we we discussed the fans issue earlier. Is that a lot of the fan base is tied to Nolan Arenado, and as such, you're probably going to lose a lot of fans because of uh, because of that. And obviously, I I don't believe the Rockies are terribly happy with the TV deal that they recently signed either, at least in terms of revenue. So driving away viewers is maybe not something that the Rockies would want to go about doing. But uh, the fresh faces at least would counteract that a little bit i believe if nolan was traded another pro this doesn't really apply to fans as much but it would be more affordable for ownership uh it would be i mean potentially more affordable to sign other free agents to fill in the gaps here and there Uh, this offseason hasn't really been that exciting in terms of expenditures you know i've discussed all of the uh (laughs) the minor league signings that have happened the very few that you know, may or may not be impactful, but there have been no major league signings, just like last offseason. So uh, with less of a contract to pay, there might be more uh, willingness from ownership to open up their checkbook a little bit, spend on free agents here and there. Uh, you never know what that could lead to, so uh, that's definitely something you keep in mind as well. Uh, as far as that goes, that's all I can think of as the positive reasons to trade Nolan Arenado. Uh There's the possibility for a rebuild. There's, you know, that opens up the door to trade other guys, potentially get more assets for those guys. There's less pressure on the front office and uh, and ownership overall, fresh faces for the fans to watch, and then, uh, again, more affordable for the ownership. Uh, There's there's cons as well, and I think these are probably a little bit more impactful. Uh, The first of which, and I kind of touched on this already, and that's sort of the loss of the fan base. Uh, I mean, even the fans that were loyal Rockies fans would be disgusted with that move you know you you watch Nolan Arenado, and you know he's one of the most entertaining players to watch you know he makes defense fun to watch and I remember as a, as a kid watching defense wasn't necessarily the most exciting thing to do you always wanted to watch your team hit uh, rack up runs it's a the, the exciting part of baseball has always typically been offense but Watching Nolan play defense is something of an artwork, and it's uh, it's incredible. It's, uh, it's you know, you consider yourself lucky as a, as a fan to be able to watch someone like that. You know, with the, the nuggets you have, Nikola Jokic, you know, being able to watch his once-in-a-generation uh, ability. Uh, and at, in the same sense, you see Nolan Arenado, you know, at, on the football side of things, you see, you know, the, the very rare player, like, you know, when Von Miller was in his prime, so... You know, when you have guys that are superstars near the top of their league, you want to keep those guys around. And if you don't, you definitely lose a lot of interest from the fan base. So that's one of the biggest cons. That's one of the biggest uh, reasons not to trade Nolan Arnada. You don't want to lose the fan base because that's how you gain all of your revenue. And if if you lose your revenue, you, there's so many uh, dominoes that this, this thing could set off if you trade Nolan, there's, there's a lot of financial implications as well. Uh, I mean, his contract might even pay for itself in terms of jersey sales, in terms of viewership. So just from uh, a branding standpoint, it would be tough to lose Nolan Arnauto unless you gained an equally exciting player, which there aren't many of those in the league today. Um, on that note, another con would be signaling disloyalty to uh, the star of the team. Obviously, Nolan is the face of the franchise, and if the franchise is willing to uh, not prioritize him, not prioritize building around him, you make your team, your organization, a lesser destination. Uh, I mean, you look at how some teams treat their stars, and you know if they don't, uh, if they don't treat them with you know that how they act to be treated if they say hey i want to start winning let's be competitive this year then and they don't do that then that's something that you as a free agent as a potential star or even even a role player signing with that team you you become hesitant uh, because that indicates that there's a disconnect between the front office and the players so with that the disloyalty and uh and in that sense you lose a lot of trust not only with your own players but with you know players around the league players who might be looking to sign with your team in the future uh, another con and i think the final con uh, would be something that could be even potentially more impactful and that would uh, indicate that colorado is a less attractive destination for trevor story to remain if trevor story sees this situation with nolan Arenado. He sees Nolan Arenado referring to Jeff Breidich as disrespectful. He sees ownership not willing to spend more. Ownership not willing to hold his front office accountable. It indicates to someone like Trevor Story, who has the capability of being able to play anywhere. This guy could, uh, if he enters the free agent market next offseason, every single team would love to sign him. And with that in mind... It becomes more difficult for the Rockies to sign him to an extension because you know Trevor Story is, um, he's approaching thirty. He's not quite there yet, but you know he's approaching there, and he wants to be able to compete for a championship in his prime, and he's talented enough to do that. He's a top three shortstop in Major League Baseball, next to Lindor and probably Tatis. So, it, you want to keep Colorado a destination that is. Enticing for Trevor Story to stay in long term, and by treating Arenado this way, by trading him, uh, by not building around him, by not prioritizing him, you potentially push away Trevor Story, and that's that's a very big deal as well. Because if if Nolan's not going to be the face of the franchise, then it would be Trevor Story, and after that, not sure who to go to. You have Charlie Blackman, but he's on the wrong side of thirty. You know, if you have your young prospect, like Brendan Rodgers, but he hasn't really shown that he's going to be a superstar at any level. You have Kyle Freeland, who's fantastic, but again, not a superstar in any capacity. So, you know, you don't want to push away the faces of your franchise. So uh, that's that's also something to consider. So all, all of these things are just pros and cons for trading Nolan Arnotto. Um You know, we talked about a rebuild and uh, the team that has been brought up most in these discussions has been the Los Angeles Dodgers, and it would be really tough for the Los Angeles Dodgers to build a situation or to build a uh, a package that would be enticing enough for Nolan Arenado. It's a tricky situation because Nolan Arenado's contract is complicated. Uh, it's not necessarily complicated, but the situation that uh, Puts the team in the situation that Bryditch put the team in when he structured this contract really removed all the leverage from his situation. First of all, uh, the fans are uh, I've talked about this, the fans are really closely tied to Nolan Arnato, and therefore, I think Nolan knows that he has a lot of financial carry uh, between you know, ticket sales, jersey sales, and the like. So he, he knows that he has that leverage in that sense. Also, there's a no-trade clause in Nolan's deal, so he can dictate whichever team he goes to if he does go somewhere. Uh, If he goes somewhere, he would have to waive his his no-trade clause, which would mean he'd have to agree to the team that he was being traded to. Uh, There was a similar situation a couple years ago with Giancarlo Stanton's trade where he said he would only be traded to four teams. I believe it was the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers, and... Uh, The Astros. He wanted to compete for a championship. Obviously, he got dealt to the Yankees, and that's the that's the hand he was dealt. So, uh, in this situation, you could very well see Nolan Arenado do the same thing. Limit it to teams that are in contention. Limit it to teams that could pay for him, and to teams that he could potentially stay long term. Because the ideal situation for Nolan, if you want to look at it from Nolan's point of view, is he wants to be in a place where he can contend every single year. And he gets his checks every single year because Nolan doesn't want to opt out of this contract. This contract is very lucrative, and he's probably not going to get the same type of money if he opts out. So he wants to remain in this contract, at least from my point of view. I I would believe that he would want to remain in this very lucrative contract, this very expensive deal, but also play and compete every single year in the playoffs he want to go to someone like the Dodgers. I think that would be a good for, uh, fit for him because uh, he is a native to Newport Beach, just down the road from Dodger Stadium. So, all things considered, uh, tr- Nolan Arnado has that leverage. He also has the the opt out clause that Brad just put in there that Nolan did not ask for. So, uh, with that, Nolan could basically say, hey, yeah, you can trade me there, but I'm just going to opt out. Or, if he really likes a team, say, yes, trade me there. I'm going to be there long-term. I'm not going to opt out. So he has that additional leverage. So there's so much leverage that Nolan Arenado has in this situation. Uh, he can end up basically anywhere he wants uh, unless uh, Breitich was not willing to to put together a package for him. So, uh, again, the, the team that I find most connected to Nolan is the Los Angeles Dodgers. And you know, I just want to throw out a potential package that I looked at Um so I picked one of their prospects, and in terms of fit, the best fit, I believe, in the Rockies organization would be Kaibar Ruiz, and uh, he's a catcher, uh, probably above average grading out uh, as a defensive and offensive catcher at the major league level. He's, uh, I would say he's probably MLB ready, and he could immediately start. Uh, I would immediately start this guy as catcher over Tony Walzers or Drew Butera, so uh, Kybert Kai- Ruiz would definitely be an enticing piece. Uh, another couple pieces that, you know, both of these guys in the uh, in the package as well as Kybert Ruiz might be a little steep. Uh, the first of which is Max Muncy, fantastic utility guy, great bat. Uh, it would be very difficult for him to be traded here because uh, he still is a fantastic bat. He's not very, he's versatile defensively, but he's not excellent, so He's definitely not a Nolan Arenado, so uh, still, you definitely get a lot of offensive production out of him, so uh, he could slot in at third base immediately, you could start him at first, move McMahon to third, Uh, there's a lot of arrangements that you can make if if Muncie was on your team. Uh, It's really, really difficult to foresee Dodgers trading Muncie, because he has been so valuable to their organization in the postseason these last few years, Uh, and Pitching, obviously the Rockies need pitching, so I tossed in Tony Gonsolin as well, who's uh, I believe he was a rookie this year. He had a fantastic season, uh, won several games, had a very nice platoon split with Dustin May, so uh, you know, there's there's pieces here that the Rockies could grab uh, potentially in sort of a mini-rebuild. They could fill in the gaps, but again I, I'm not sure how close the Dodgers would be to accepting a package that looks like this. So, especially with you know how, how little uh, leverage that they would have. I think that if they did something like that, then that would mean they discussed with Nolan that he is going to opt into the deal, so that way they don't have to worry about his opt-out clause at the end of the 2021 season. So uh, that's, that's my take on it. So uh, there would definitely have to be a little bit more certainty on the receiving team's end of the deal that Nolan is going to remain in that contract for a long time. Uh, there's definitely money considerations as well. Uh, maybe the Dodgers would have to send back a more expensive player, maybe a worse quality but more expensive player, just to salary match a little bit. Rockies might have to p- pay some cash considerations, or you know, leverage, or, or at least you know, finance some of that deal a little bit, just to just to make the deal work. So, you know, there's there's ways to do it uh, financially. It's just a difficult consideration because that contract is really expensive. So all things considered, that's, uh, that's my takes on the potential Nolan Auto trade, all the rumors that are coming out, um, and then my idea of a package. Maybe that's a little bit too steep, but that's definitely something that I would hold out for if I was a member of the front office. I, maybe I could, you know, to see if I could get a little bit more. Nolan Arenado does have trade value. It's just very low considering the type of offensive season he put up this this last season. So uh, with that, thank you for tuning into this episode of 20th and Blake. And we will uh, talk to you next time. But make sure to follow me on Twitter at Cade C. Walker. Uh, shoot me a question uh, over DM. Tweet at me. Uh, let me know if you have any questions about this offseason, this upcoming season for Colorado Rockies, or just, you know, any other baseball questions in general. So thank you again for tuning in to 20th and Blake from Mile High Sports, as always presented to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, and we'll talk to you next time.